Hello, and welcome to Homework, a podcast by and for people who work from home. Episode 254, Home for the Holidays, with your hosts, Dave Kahlo and me, Harry Marks. Hello, Dave. Home for the holidays. Don't sing anymore or we have to pay for it. <laughs> we can't afford that. Harry, it's December. It's time for the winter holidays. And when you're working from home, that can be a really stressful time. It can be. Um, you know, I think... For this week, for anyone listening, um, our tools of the week are going to take a holiday, but we're going to dive right into today's topic, which is working from home during the holidays. Yeah, tool of the week is taking a vacation. It's on winter break. It is gone down to sunny Florida uh, to enjoy some R&R, and we fully support its decision. But don't worry, it will come back. Yeah. So So working from home uh, during the holidays, and let's throw in just for fun, Harry, during a pandemic – during a pandemic, I mean, in all honesty, is anything really going to change? You know, it's not like you're gonna, you're taking off from the office for the week and you're going to work from home. You know, we're we're still doing the same things we've been doing. Uh, I think some things that might change are you'll probably have fewer meetings during that time. Uh, and Always a plus. Yep, definitely, and you'll be able to catch up on the the work that you've you know been meaning to catch up on because you've been stuck in meetings mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Death by meeting. That's how I'm going to go out. It uh, uh, that's how I'm going to end up being killed. It's just it's one <laughs> after the other. Uh, Everyone just expire mid meeting. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, trying to work at home uh, during the holidays. We've talked about this before. I think it's always a worthwhile discussion because working from home uh, can be great, and there are so many wonderful things about it. But it can be stressful as well. Now throw on top of it the stressors that just uh, accompany any holiday, and things can become. A real pain. So this is going to be sort of a sort of a listicle episode as Harry and I are going to just talk about um, tips for trying to survive this thing and our, our own experiences. Uh, my first tip is uh, it's a little late <laughs> by the time you're hearing this, but plan and shop in advance best you can. Um, I know that I can speak for myself here. I have the tendency to let some things slip to the last minute, and especially when they're non-work related things they can seem a little not exactly mission critical you know what i'm trying to say um so if you can uh, it might be too late for the december holidays but if you can don't wait for the last minute to figure out um, buying and wrapping gifts arranging for child care arranging for pet care not that we're traveling this year but <laughs> um get on top of your to- to-do list all that sort of things that Anything you can get done uh, ahead of time is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I call that sort of thing doing a favor for future me. So if I do things like uh, make sure that, uh, I don't know, child care is taken care of, pet care is taken care of, you can even extend that to this is a little uh, look into my world. I like to put my outfit for tomorrow out on that little shelf right over there that listeners can't see me pointing to uh, before I go to bed. And I call that doing a favor for future me. So especially when the holidays are concerned, do a favor for a future you. Yep. And then so next on the list, I would say uh, make sure you have everything you need from the people you need it from and vice mm-hmm. versa. Um, you, you know, you're <clears throat> you're going to be. Either you're going to be out for the week or someone you on your team is going to be out for the week. And it's important to communicate and make sure that you get the materials you need, any information that you need to do your job. And if you owe anything to anyone, that you get yeah. it to them as well and that they are not left floundering while you are drunk on eggnog and eating Christmas cookies in front of the television. <laughs> yeah. 
So make especially sure. Since, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, especially since it's the end of the year. Now, I know a lot of businesses have their fiscal year in June or July, um, but there is this sort of psychological end of the year where you like to have things wrapped up. Now, of course, when you get back to work in January, you're probably going to pick up right where you left off. But um, like you were saying, Harry, it is really nice to tidy up as much as you can before you take some time off in December. Yes. And if you are going to be, if you're the person in charge of scheduling meetings, Mm -hmm. especially now, I would go into your meetings right off the bat and ask, is anyone going to be out at the end of the month or right before the holidays? Because I know some people take off, you know, that week before Christmas Mm -hmm. um, during and then all through Christmas and New Year. So just make sure that if people are going to be out, that they are made aware that if you need approval on something, uh, if you are waiting on a decision for something or if you need to give a decision on something, you know, if that you have the authority to do so or that you are in touch with someone with the authority to do so if it's something important that needs to be done before the end of the year. Mm hmm. If you are a one-person shop or maybe a two-person shop and your business is one that has clients, something I would love to do or I love to do and recommend is have, you know, obviously communicate with your clients. They're going to be gone from X to Y. And if there's an emergency, here's what to do. Like their website goes down or whatever it is. And they would typically, some problem that they would typically turn to you for a solution. If you are on a tier three vacation, and you might remember from an old episode, tier three vacation means you're not working. Um, Who do they call to solve that problem right away? Perhaps it is you. Perhaps you designate someone to do that work in your stead while you are away, um, identify that person, make them aware, of course, but also make the clients aware. You can call Timmy while I'm gone if um, there is a fire that needs to be put out. Yes, and if you are working over that break, if you are a one-person operation and you have no choice, but you do want to set aside time and, and set boundaries for yourself, make sure your clients know that they can contact you between X hour and X and Y hour, or if mm-hmm. they do contact you outside of hours, how long before they can expect a response. If you say look, I will be happy to answer your email, but I'm really only checking my email twice a day during the break. So I might not get to you in time. You know, if it's urgent, either call me or if it's urgent, put that in the subject line of your email and I'll know to get back to you even sooner. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's just just some tips on on making sure your clients are happy. Uh, Hopefully you won't have to deal with something like that, but stuff does come up and it always comes up at the worst possible time. Of course. (laughs) Let's go in the opposite direction for a moment and say you work for a big company um, during the break. I do. And (laughs) (laughs) I do, too. Um, Let's so you work for this large company. Uh, The holidays are coming up. Like you said, Harry, some people take off the last week or the second to last week of December. And um, as that date gets closer, people start to get a little more lax with their mm-hmm. schedules and their responsibilities. I'm going to sneak out 10 minutes early, 15 minutes early, um, half an hour early. Um, if you work from home, um, well, you shouldn't do that to begin with. But if you work at home, it can also seem like, oh, well, he's just home baking uh, ginger snaps because he knows Christmas is here. So one thing you can do is no one respect your office's holiday schedule. Resist the urge to sneak out and think no one will notice because someone will. Um, and that just breeds resentment. That's a thing you shouldn't do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, don't don't 
sit on things until the last minute because this this is usually for most companies this is a mad dash to the end yeah they're, they're going to be filling out whatever quotas they need to meet and whatever financial stuff they need to to fill out by the end of the year usually most fiscal years line up with the the year of stuff for these companies anyway so you know if you owe things to someone if you are in charge of running meetings or, or anything like that or if you are if you're a manager and you are the person to give approval don't screw up at the last second, you know, at the eleventh hour, and leave that on the plate for someone else. And if you mm-hmm. if you are doing that, if you are someone who's sort of ducking out, just be aware that you might need to come back at some point and sign on to a meeting or or something like that. Make sure you can hear your notifications, or that if you get them on your phone, that they're coming through. Um, just be be cognizant that you are not only affecting yourself when you leave early, but you are affecting everyone on your team. Yeah, uh, here's another one for the manager. If you're the person who oversees workers and let's say you have a split of people who work in the building and people who telecommute, that's the situation where I work. I'm part of the team that is in the building every day. Um, there's just a very small number of us. Most of the people are home. And sometimes around the holiday, the you know the big boss person will say, okay, we can all go home at three today. Uh, make sure the telecommuters know that they can stop working at three <laughs> or two or one or 11. Yeah. Uh, let just send out an email or hit them up on Slack or whatever you use and say, Hey guys, we're getting out of the building at noon today. You can stop working at noon. And my advice to you in that situation is stop working at noon. You've got the day off, go drink some eggnog and put on elf and be happy. Um, so if you are the manager, don't forget the people who are home. And if everyone's kicking out early, let them know they can shut off their computer early as well. And as the manager, don't just let them know. Encourage it. Really say to them, this has been a rough year. Take the time. You've earned it. Shut off your computer. Shut shut down everything. And just go spend time with your family. Or go spend time vegging on the couch watching The Queen's Gambit. You know, do something <laughs> for yourself so that you can really enjoy and savor this holiday. Because, unfortunately, it's picking right back up after January 1st. And there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. So enjoy it. Ooh, Queen's Gambit's so good. It really is. <laughs> super fun. It's a super fun show. Uh, let's talk about the kiddos. Uh, my kids are teenagers who are not interested in mom and dad, so they pretty much disappear into the woodwork all the time. And I assume that will happen during the Christmas vacation too. But Harry, you've got a little one running around. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now that they're home from school, isn't that funny to say now that they're home from school? They're always home from school. But now that yeah. they don't have that school Zoom to eat up X amount of their time. Um, they are looking to you to look to eat up X amount of time. So sort of plan what you're going to do with junior. If you are going somewhere, I assume some people are. Don't work. <laughs> A don't uh, B work out childcare. Um, what are you going to do during the, you know, the busiest month of the year? And, uh, little Johnny and Susie, uh, want your undivided attention. Maybe, this is the time to give them undivided attention because you're off as well. Mm-hmm. But if you are one of the millions of people who are not, who will not receive a large vacation during break, um, try to figure out what you're going to do with the kids. Yes, definitely. And also make sure that if you are working during the holidays, that the kids are aware that you are working during the holidays and that it is not a free for all for you. Uh, yeah. 
we've had that discussion in a previous episode, Harry, where when your home and your office are in the same building, there are some things you can do to let the people know that this is my job. It's, I take it seriously. When I am at work, I am at work. Um, everything from designating either a room or a location or maybe a sign. You put a little sign on the doorknob or you put the red bandana on the back of your chair or you simply wear your headphones. And when everyone that you live with, spouse, kids, whomever, sees that, they know I leave so-and-so alone because they are working right now. Yeah. And this is a special time to maybe regroup and have that conversation once again. Definitely. And speaking of offices and office space, this mm. is the perfect time for you to reorganize your office space. Maybe you have been at the start of this pandemic, you set up your desk in your home office or in your living room or somewhere, and you've just been thinking, you know, I really want to move this over to that window and, and get a better view, and I really should tidy up the place and go through these old files. Now's the time. If you have some days off, if you've got a, a week off, and hopefully you're not going anywhere because we're in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> then you can take that time to do a little feng shui and, and huga and set up your your office the way you like and purge your old files that you don't need anymore and really make it your space because, like I said, this isn't going away anytime soon. So you really should make it somewhere comfortable that you can work. Can I pretend it's going away anytime soon? I, I've already said that I don't care what the side effects are. They can't be any worse than the, the disease. So I'm getting the vaccine when it happens. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to walk around with my, my sleeve hiked up to my neck. And say here, stick it in yeah. me right now. Human pincushion, <laughs> just right, right here. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I recommend is something I recommend a lot: is taking breaks. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you grew up in the U.S. or any culture that marks the end of the December as its, you know, sort of collective party season, you're probably conditioned to expect some relaxation during this time of the year. Don't fight it too hard. Take frequent breaks or your burned out mind and body will take them for you and you'll be falling asleep at your desk. I always recommend people take short breaks during the day. That's one of the reasons I love the Pomodoro method is sort of built in breaks. Um, you're going to be a little more stressed now, probably. Isn't that fun to think of that even now there's more stress coming your way? I was talking about this episode uh, uh, earlier, Harry, with someone else. It was actually with Amanda from e Oh. And I said, we're going to talk about the stress sandwich of uh, working from home during the holidays. Maybe I'm going to wait for my dogs to stop having a bark attack. This is what it's like to work from home, folks. This is the real deal. Everybody listen. That's what a pug and a Boston Retriever sound like. <laughs> Boston Terrier sound like when they have a fit. That's funny. That is my wife coming home from her night gig. Because yep. in America, no, who can survive on one job? No one. In this economy? No, no. one. The uh, answer is no one. Speaking of night gigs and nights in general, this is mm. a great time if you are someone who doesn't have to get up in the morning early anymore, or not anymore, but during the break, take advantage of the nights, stay up a little later, read more, um, you know, start a side project that you've been meaning to start, or finish the side project that you haven't had gotten around to finishing. And by the same token, if you are someone who often works well into the night, 12, 1 o'clock, first of all, what's wrong with you? Don't do that. But if you are that person, <laughs> go to bed a little earlier and then get up a little earlier and really embrace the mornings and watch the sunrise before everyone else in the house gets up. Make a cup of coffee. Enjoy it. Sit down in your comfy chair with a blanket over your lap and watch the sunrise and enjoy a cup of coffee because really you're not going to get any other chance to do it. 
So take <laughs> take advantage of of the few hours or the hour each morning and each night that you usually don't get and and use them while you have them. Harry, it's like you're looking into your mind. How did you know that I have not only a favorite chair, but a favorite blanket? I feel like everyone should have a favorite chair and a favorite blanket. <laughs> if you don't, go and find one. That is your homework between now and next episode. It's just a shame that where we are, it's now co- so cold we can't do this in the morning. But I would love to – I used to sit in the summertime on the back deck in the mornings with a cup of coffee and just watch the sunrise over our, oh, nice. our river. And it was great. And I can't do that anymore because it's just so bloody cold in the mornings. But I, I miss that. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. I get it. Uh, let's just talk about uh, flexibility and dealing with the unexpected downtime that could happen. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Let me try that again. Let's talk about flexibility in the unexpected downtime that can come during the winter. We're talking about blizzards, talking about severe weather. We're talking about... Um, the construction crew that decides to set up shop right outside your window and obliterate your concentration. All these things could happen and cause you to plan, change your plans. You know, I love to have a routine, but a big part of any routine is knowing that you have the option to throw it out the window at any time. So expect that to happen and try not to freak out when it does. If it does, take Harry's advice. Get a little coffee. Um, dream of sitting out on the deck as you look upon it from your nice warm spot. Absolutely. And and with that, you know, hopefully if you aren't working, then this wouldn't be a problem. But, you know, there are there is that chance that if you do get a blizzard or weird construction on your <laughs> street, you might lose Internet. And this is not the time to be losing Internet. So if you if you do end up losing Internet and you do have to work, just make sure that you're Coworkers and your bosses all are aware that, hey, we're supposed to be getting this blizzard or, you know, they're, they're working on the power lines down the street. I may lose connection at some point um, just so everyone knows what's going on and that, you know, you don't just suddenly disappear from a meeting and they think you effed off to go <laughs> eat cookies. So, Right. I just saw two Comcast trucks roll down the street and that's never a good sign. Oh, God, no. And don't do what I would typically recommend in that. Uh, situation. I always recommend people have a quick go bag packed with maybe like 10 bucks in case they end up at a coffee shop or an extra charger for your computer, charger for your phone, uh, maybe a mouse. You can just grab and go to the latest, the nearest Starbucks or whatever. Um, don't do that now. We can't do that anymore. Just let people know, hey, internet's out. I'll be back online as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know, another good tip, and this sort of goes back to what I was saying before about making sure that your team feels encouraged to take the time off. If you are a boss, be a good boss and really make sure that your your team is is taken care of, that they are admi- uh, admired and appreciated, that the work they do is admired and appreciated, that they're not overworked. And if they are overworked, ask them, you know, how are things going? How, how do you feel about the job, your role? Is there are you looking to the future? What is it you would like to do? And if you're looking to get them gifts that can help them, you know, ask them if you're, if you're working with some intern who decide or who, who has said, look, I want to be a developer. I want to work on the team. Maybe throw a project their way that they can start working on. Or if they want to take coding classes, maybe get them a, a set of coding classes or a subscription to something for a couple of months that can help them push them along on their journey. Um, really, Show them that you are invested in them and that you care about their future and their their future with the company and, and with you. Hmm. 
that's really that's a good idea. I mean, I love myself a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, but uh, some encouragement from my boss would be real nice. Like, yeah, that. I, and, hey, know, go uh, learn to do this thing you want to do. Unfortunately, like all that stuff doesn't really apply to me anymore because I haven't I haven't had coffee out in six seven months ever since I subscribed to Bottomless. So. I've just been getting coffee. I've been making coffee at home and it's great. I save so much money that way, but I don't go anywhere anymore. We haven't even, the, the COVID cases are so bad in New Jersey. We have stopped doing takeout. So we do, mm. we do HelloFresh who are a sponsor on the show. Um, we do, I do all the food shopping. I make sure we have snacks in the house. We don't, I never go to the convenience store. I almost never go back to the grocery store for other stuff. And we haven't been doing takeout for the last couple of months because it's been so bad and we just don't trust anyone. I mean, I've had deliveries yeah. from, from UPS and USPS where no one's wearing a mask and I got to go outside and I spray it down with alcohol and bring it into the house and hope that, you know, nothing got on it. And it's, it's unfortunate that we've, we've come to that, but I just, I can't risk it. Yeah, not to be a downer. I think it's going to be a long December. Like yeah. the what's, what's the name of that band? I can't sing that because we winters. can't. Af- we definitely can't afford two songs. No, <laughs> well, a long, long, long. No. Yeah, those are. Those are five you know, this makes folks. me think up. Here's an aside. Uh, a long, long time ago, um, I did a show with Mike Hurley, who's currently over at Relay FM. And I was very famous for typing and Googling things during the show. <laughs> and it drove him bonkers, the sound of me typing. Because back then I was using my big Apple extended keyboard too. It is a battleship. It is a very loud, clicky, clacky <laughs> keyboard. Yeah. And I would try to type as quietly as possible. We'd be having a conversation. And Mike would just stop and say, you're typing, aren't you? Like, oh. Now so, he's, he's Mr. Mechanical Keyboards, which is great. It's so funny. Right. He's, he's turned into now a major mechanical Now he goes on Twitch and builds keyboards from scratch and used to reprimand me very brusque. If I was counting crows long Counting December, crows. Okay. Long, yes. So, um, I mean, lastly, Harry, I'll wrap up um, by just saying just try your best to enjoy a little bit of the holiday if you can, um, whether you celebrate holidays or not. Um, just try to take 10 minutes even in a day and just breathe a little bit. Look out in the backyard. Uh, there's a old sandbox from when the kids were young that I've been too lazy to throw out for mm, a decade. Mm. But now squirrels use it and blue jays come and bathe in it. And it's just wicked cute. And I really love that five minutes of watching the little blue jays take a bath. <laughs> so, you know, have a Zoom call with far flung family and friends whom you can't see. I know it's not the same, but it's better than not seeing them at all. Just do what you can to try to enjoy this as best you can. Do what Dave and I did the other night and st- and play a role-playing game over Discord. Oh. You know what? I think I really like playing a role-playing game over Discord. That was a lot of fun. We played a game called Ten Candles, and it was mm-hmm. awesome. It was so. It was the first role-playing game I had ever played, like a oh look at that a D and D kind of role-playing game, and and it was really cool, and I had a lot of fun. Ten Candles from Calvary Games is a great game that I first bought at the Boston Festival of Indie Games maybe three or four years ago. It is by a developer called, I believe, Stephen Dewey is his name. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know. But I got to meet him and talk to him while we were there. I've run this two or three times now. And boy, is it fun. It's a storytelling game. It takes about three hours to get from start to finish. Um 
it's if you're a GM, it's no prep. You literally don't know a single thing going into the game. Um, all Stephen Dewey, yeah, that's his name. All I knew as the person running the game was it was it takes place in Pennsylvania and there's a lake, and everything else we collectively wrote together as we played, and it was a very nice distraction. It's a nice escape into a, a fantasy world where people can shake hands and hug and yeah. do whatever they want and to, <laughs> without. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a it's a yes. dark story, especially given what's going on right now. But yes. depending on who you play with, I mean, I was in tears laughing when we were playing. It was so funny. But, you know, it's <laughs> it's really it's meant to be. You had the music going. It was really like atmospheric and, and fun and, and immersive. Um, but I just your your friends were just so hilarious. And, and I, just, I can't yes. stop laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> the crew is uh, Harry. Uh, two guys I went to college with, including one that I lived with. Um, Chris Elric, who worked with me at AOL and now does the Flickcast. And uh, my buddy Kyle, who is just my internet buddy. Nice. And my friend Jim, who lives here uh, in town with me. It's it's sort of worlds colliding. We're way off topic now. But if you're still listening at this point, you get a gold star. This is people from like... All you know that episode of Seinfeld where George is like, "It's worlds colliding because people from different aspects of your life are coming together." Yeah. It's sort of what that is for me, but I don't know. Everyone's so when you're at the gaming table, everyone just sort of gets along. Yeah, I mean, I I see this as as both a non sequitur and a, a recommendation for people who are taking time off on the holidays. Is you know, here's another thing you can do, which is play a role playing game, and or or if you're like me, you know, you've been I've been buying a whole bunch of board games and stuff to play mm -hmm. when we have time. So we've got I've got this Back to the Future game that I'm really excited to try out, and uh, we've got card games like Sushi Go, and we've got all different kinds of of games we're looking to play over the holidays. So uh, that's another option. If you want to play board games with your far-flung family and friends, you can go to boardgamearena.com. They have literally hundreds of games uh, implemented that you can sit and play. I've played Sushi Go there. I've played more and more and more. It is so very easy to play. Everyone just sort of will do Discord for voice, and then there's the board right on our collective screens. And whenever we all move pieces in real time, and it's been great, great fun. If you that. like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's great. You can do, yeah, we'll do it. Um, yes, definitely. The Jackbox games are also really good. You can buy them through Steam for almost any platform. It's more like um, party games. It reminds me of like Trivia Night at the Bar. Oh, like You funny. Don't Know Jack, that kind of thing? Yes, exactly. They're <laughs> all just funny, goofy things that get you laughing. So you just fire up Zoom. The one person shares their screen. Everyone else has their device, which sort of becomes your game piece, you know, oh, your, cool. your phone. Your, and you play from there, and it's great. There are some games that work for up to eight people. There's one called Live Swatter that will, uh, works for up to 50. Oh, wow. And so you can get the whole family playing. We'll play it with my parents and my sisters, and everyone's laughing, and Dave's having an adult beverage. And it's a great way to relax at the end of the day uh, and during the holiday. So there's um there's something I was playing I I started playing it but I I haven't been playing because it costs money every time you want to do it um but it's called it's like Jeopardy Showplay and hmm. it's it's on the Apple TV there's an app that you download and what you do is they give you a free episode to start with to try it out but you download an app on your phone that acts as the buzzer and then you download bundles of Jeopardy episodes and they're real Jeopardy episodes hmm. and so what you do is 
I've only played it with myself, but I, I assume that if you have other people in the room that want to play, they download the app and they sync it up to the Apple TV. But mm-hmm. what you do is you watch the real episode of Jeopardy, and after after Alex Trebek, God rest his soul, uh, asks the or tells the answer, it pauses it and then gives you the option to buzz in and answer yourself with your voice, and then it resumes play on the episode when you when you give the answer. And then it awards, <laughs> that's great. It's really cool, and it awards you points uh, if you get it right, and it takes away points if you get it wrong. Uh, and it's it's really fun, and I loved it. And I I kind of want to do it with other people in the room to see if you know who I can beat. Um, but it was it was really <laughs> interesting, and I had never seen Jeopardy play that way. Usually, when you play a, a virtual Jeopardy game or a digital Jeopardy game, you have to type in the answer, like on the old yeah. Nintendo system. Um, but this one was all voice activated. It was really cool. I'm sure you'd wipe the floor with me. I am notoriously terrible at Jeopardy. Oh, uh, my, my, my so wife and I bad. go head to head when we just watch it on TV. And we, we <laughs> had to institute a rule that we have to let him finish the question because most times one of us would beat the other one before he even finished it. So <laughs> we, we have a rule in the house that he, you have to let him finish saying what he's saying and then you can answer. <laughs> Sometimes you have to write a house rule like that. Yep. So, but that, that's another option. So. All right, everybody. I think we have done uh, yet another another stellar episode. Um, if you listened this far, two gold stars. Yeah. Try it's to enjoy. Sh- yeah, go ahead. It's a shorter episode, but it's it's a, it's quality, not quantity. I call it relaxed fit. Nice to fit all it's the a to fit, fit all the episode. food that you're going to eat over the holidays. Ooh, boy, just roll me into the kitchen. I'm ready mm-hmm. to go. Speaking of rolling, I don't know, uh, Harry. Where can people find you online? You can find me, uh, you can find my Twitter link, my the link to buy my book, uh, v- visit my blogs. You can go to Linktree, linktr.ee slash hcmarks. And Dave, where can people find you? The same. It's just replace the hcmarks with Dave Kahlo. And hey, we're talking about games earlier. If you're into the role-playing games and you want to come and hang out uh, and get original content for your games, you can go visit tabletophero.net. That's me. Um, I'm releasing new games, adventures, encounters, and creatures. It is your library um, for everything Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Go check it out. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Uh, Try to enjoy the holiday as best you can. And in the meantime, go get some work done. Bye. Bye. Yay, we did it. Woo! We are recording professional.